Some might have thought number 11 Valley Road, Middlesbrough, the end of the terrace was just another council house. But to me, it was heaven. Brian Clough said he learned to play football by covering every blade of grass in Middlesbrough. That included Albert Park near his childhood home on Valley Road. And in the next green jumper, there'll be many magical Middlesbrough memories. I'll have not one, but two guests with stories from Cluffy's hometown. The editor of the Borough fanzine, Robert Nichols, explains why Brian is remembered so fondly there, even though he later joined arch-rival Sunderland. Well, first of all, when I think if you think back to when you were a little kid, your heroes are centre-forwards, aren't they? And goal-scorers. Yeah. So for everyone of my my sort of, I'm in my 50s, late 50s, everyone of my sort of era, we were always John Hickton on the playground. He, 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 was, he was our centre-forward. And anybody um, as a kid in the 50s, but Brian Clough was had to be the hero. Um, he just scored so many goals. I did a book recently, Marcus, last year about about people's first mm. games called My, My Borough Debut. Yeah, and I, I interviewed loads of people, and and some of the people um, coming in the fifties. One guy said uh, exactly what was talking about. Everyone was talking about Brian Clough. He was going to watch Brian Clough. And Brian Clough did the score. Borough won, but Brian Clough did the score. What was that? <laughs> what was going on? It just it, and. and but he actually went on to score 42 goals that season. So he got like the one. Oh. But, but another guy, and is this is is this the best first match ever? And in some ways the worst. He his first game, he saw Borough beat Brighton 9-0, and Brian Clough scored five. Oh yes. Is, yeah. is, is it a case? Is it a case of you, you, you've like? I don't know what is what is what his dad would have said to you know? It's not like this every week, son. <laughs> that would have been quite a match to uh, to have seen for those five goals. Well, that, well, that, so that's that's why he was so the, the guy was 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 scoring a goal a game for season after season. It was just a, a a legend from that point of view. And the way that the football teams were set up in in those days were that, that you had a forward line that were and their task was to feed Brian Clough, and so he was the he was the focal point of the whole team. So. For the fans that were aware of that as well, he was the man that they were going to watch. He was going to score all those goals, and it was all for that lad who who, who missed out on his first game. It was that that shows the disappointment because that's what you went to see. You went to see Brian Clough scoring. You'll also hear from Middlesbrough historian Dr. Tosh Warwick on how a young Cluffy was influenced by his own borough heroes. Absolutely, he was he was surrounded as a child. He you know by by footballing greats, you know, when he was coming through at the borough, you know, he had people like Wolf Mannion um, to, to look look upon, um, people like, you know, Harold Shepherdson, George Hardwick, um, you know, the, the names of, um, you know, George Camsell, you know, the borough's record goal scorer who helped um, discover Brian, um, you know, bring him through the borough ranks. You know, he's surrounded by goal scoring greatness and um, no doubt that had a, a huge impact in in shaping his incredible borough record and his you know his attitude to Middlesbrough. And I, you know, I do often wonder, you know, how much the you know the the debates around Wolf Mannion, who obviously tried to leave the club several times, might have shaped Brian's attitude further down the line as well. But yeah, he was he was surrounded by football and greats, not not just Middlesbrough greats, not just England greats, but you know people who would have in in today's game been global stars like. You know, the great Wolf Mannion. 
Cluffy's incredible goal-scoring record is still remembered today. 197 goals in 213 league appearances. No wonder there's a statue of him carrying his football boots in Albert Park. Robert Nichols was part of the fundraising team for the statue. We had some of the family on the team and that was great because they were really strict with, with the the, uh, the lady doing the sculpture, they were really strict about getting everything accurate. Yeah. Um, I remember them saying, no, no, you haven't got the muscles right in the legs. He had much... It, it, and and it, I, if you go and look at that statue, his socks have rolled down and, and, and the calf muscles, um, <laughs> they're very sort of uh, uh, Grealish-like, really. But that, yes. that's, that, that was the point that they, they said that they, they, they weren't good enough at first. So uh, it, was, it was really, really interesting. Middlesbrough also helped to shape Cluffy's views and principles. Here's Tosh Warwick again. He was a champion of the underdog, the, the disenfranchised, the, you know, those who he felt had been treated harshly. And, you know, it was true in Middlesbrough too when um, there's campaigns for... Um, for Wilf Mannion to have a testimonial, Clough turned out. He um, he gave a, he was there at the the dinner, you know, giving a speech, and he was calling on the you know the hierarchies at the football club then, who you know they wouldn't grant um, uh, Mannion use of Essen Park as a uh, a place for a testimonial, and Clough was one of the most vocal supporters, and he backed this campaign and the, you know these these dinners um, to raise money for Wilf Mannion who you know didn't enjoy the financial luxuries of the you know even the game of the um um the 50s 60s 70s that you know Clough was able to to enjoy um you know and Clough was there to you know to make the case for uh, for Mannion who alongside Hardwick eventually got the the Ayrson Park testimonial you know back in the day when you know the club ownership was very different to you know, Steve Gibson and, you know, someone who has such a love for the club, you know, as, as we're, we're lucky to have, you know, in 2021. Also coming up in the next episode, you'll hear how Cluffy paid an emotional farewell to the scene of his goal-scoring exploits, Ayrson Park. Yeah, if he ever returned to, to watch Borough matches, it, it, it was a big thing and lots of photographs. and Because he did actually... It, on our final game at Essen Park, we invited back lots and lots of people, but he couldn't come. I think there's probably Forest were playing. Um, so he came the, the, the match before, and there's lots of photographs you can still find online of him with a, with a Borough, Borough scarf, holding the Borough scarf up. And it was quite emotional for him, but emotional for us as well. That he would, you know, he was there right at the end of Essen Park, um, the, 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 the ground where he scored so many goals. I hope you can join me next time for a look back at those Middlesbrough memories and more about a special item which appeared for the statue unveiling. It was the original green jumper.